Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Flanagan's Pub. For all of your UD Flyer game day food and drinks, check out the newly remodeled Flanagan's on Stewart Street. Enjoy that same Flyer faithful experience you've grown accustomed to since 1976. Bud Light, where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Saturday going into daylight savings, was it? Well, the Dayton Flyers NCAA tournament hopes just uh, came to a crushing end as they lose to the Richmond Spiders in the semifinals of the Atlanta 10 tournament here on this Saturday afternoon. Losing 68-64, to I'm John Tisdale along with me. Former Flyer Rex Gardecki and uh, Rex, I uh, could maybe sum this up. Dayton leading at the half 33-25 and the turning point came, of course, when Malachi Smith got hurt right as the first half ended. Dayton expanded that lead to 42-27 early in the second half, but uh, Rex, Dayton shot 41% in the second half, uh, 2-12 from three-point range, had eight turnovers. Yes, no Malachi Smith, but as Larry Hanskin said, it's a part of sports. And yes, you give Richmond credit uh, with this being a veteran team, but Rex, this is as crushing of a loss and disappointing of a loss for the Dayton Flyers this season. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's one of those situations, John, that, you know, Malachi means so much to this team. You know, he's sort of the heart of this team. And, you know, guys come off the bench and they just weren't experienced enough to handle it. Uh, I think our shortness at the guard position played a major factor in the second half. Kobe Elvis had to play the two, you know, excuse me, play the one instead of the two. And it seems like we were just sort of looking at the clock and trying to get the clock to run out. And uh, we just didn't have enough offense in the second half. And, you have to give Richmond credit. They uh, they uh, took it to us. Uh, they knew without Malachi that really we could not penetrate and do a very good job. So, yeah, it's a crushing blow, and I feel terrible for the kids and the, coach, uh, the coaching staff. But, you know, you have to move on. There's going to be another game. We don't know where it's going to be or when it's going to be. So, um, yeah, it's a it's it's a, a tough one. But you deal you know, with the cards you're dealt with, you have to play, and we just didn't handle it in the second half very well. We didn't, Rex, and uh, you know, there, there's so many things that went wrong for this. That went wrong in the second half because Dayton played really well, I thought, in the first half, uh, very effectively. Rex, 33 points in the first half, shot over 50 percent. Tamani Kamara, eight points and nine rebounds. Mally Smith, seven points before uh, he got hurt. Kobe Brea, Deron Holmes also had seven points. And the team came out, played well to start the second half with a 14-point lead. They led by 14 again with 13-31 left to go. But Rex, the Spiders, they sped things up, putting pressure on Kobe Elvis. They went on that 9 nothing run uh, and held Dayton without without a point for, four, for over six minutes. And then they had four turnovers over that span. And uh, it was 52-48 at that point and just... Right then, right from that point on, Rex, during that under that that 751 mark where it was a four point lead, and they cut it to 452.50, and then Holmes's two free throws made it 54.50. It was white knuckler time right then and there, and Kobe Brea's three Rex put them up 57.53. Dayton only had two field goals, Rex. Really, 
Um, they only went really two field goals, I think, for their last 11 attempts, one for their last eight. That, you're just going to have a hard time winning games doing that. Yeah, you, you just, uh, you've just you got to score in today's game. And Richmond took advantage, I think, of our defensive effort. Uh, they are so good on the high pick and roll with Golden and Gilliard. You know, they're six-year kids. They're 24 years old. They know how to play the game. And uh, that just, I think it just wore us down uh Tumani was, you know, he was such a force in the first half. And, boy, he's just a rebounding fool and is doing everything. And same with Duran. But it's just, you know, it's a sour note to have to end on a situation like that. And, you know, just pray that, that you know, that Malachi is okay. You know, he had the ankle problem preseason. I think it was – I think this was a different ankle, though. So – but it didn't look encouraging when they carried him off the court and uh, Dr. James was with him there on the sideline. So, yeah, it was a – one, I thought when we opened up that lead, John, to 14 or 15, I thought, you know, we're, we're going to hang in there and we're going to win this game. But, again, we went on that scoring drought where it just seemed like forever that we were stuck on 52, and they kept on, you know, pressing us a little bit and picking up the tempo. And I don't think the press really bothered us, but we just never got into our sets. And that was, I think that was a turning point in the second half. Absolutely, Rex, because really, Deron Holmes and Tamani Kamara were held in check really after that, really after that point where after the under 11 time, under 12 timeout, where Dayton led by 13, 52 39. Uh, matter of fact, I think Deron Holmes's uh, two free throws, Rex, were the last two points that he got for the game. As uh, Deuce finished, as I pull my stats up, he finished with 15 points, but he didn't score after those two foul shots. And Tamani Kamara only had to split two free throws. That was in the uh, last part of the game with under uh, th- around the three, two, three minute mark. Uh, he, yes, he finished with 17 points, but he only had two points. Uh, during the final part, during the final eight-plus minutes of that game, uh, really the last 10 minutes of that game, Rex, and this, those are the two guys that really fueled the Flyers throughout the first half and the first part of that second half. And just when they weren't involved offensively, uh, the Flyers had their problems. Yeah, when you you know when you when you get Kobe Elvis you know while the wing, you know he's he's more of a two and a three, and he's such a tremendous shooter and. You know, it didn't seem like Richmond had to pay any attention in the second half of that because Kobe was, you know, was handling the one position. And that, that makes it difficult. And, again, you know, we just just could not get anything going offensively. I don't really say that it was Richmond's defense. It was just sort of a, a dull period there where we were just sort of standing around and not moving the ball as efficiently as we should have. And that's maybe due to, you know, kids playing out of position sometimes today. And Rex, also when you look at the supporting cast, you know, we praised praised guys like RJ Blakeney who had ten points last night. Yeah, he had eight points, you know, today, but he was over for four for three, was in foul trouble throughout the game. Kobe Elvis had five points, was two attempt from the field, got that three when the game was over. But Dayton really, Rex, this has not been a D team really all year, losing Elijah Weaver for the season with that broken wrist with that with that wrist injury, Lingrid the third. Uh, leaving leaving school, going to St. Joseph's after uh, after December, and then uh, Mustafa Amzio only getting two points in 15 minutes. So this team was limited from the bench perspective, really throughout the throughout this tournament. But they, Dayton didn't get a whole lot of help, Rex, from their bench from Amzio. Uh, MOKG hadn't you know his minutes were down this year anyway. But Amzio, Elvis, Blakeney, the supporting cast really didn't do a whole lot in this game, and they really needed them to pick up their play, especially with Mally Smith out today. Yeah, I you know I, I thought Dump, Dump was going to be really a, a plus for us this year, but as, as the season wears on, you know, and then guys' minutes get cut, and 
and half almost, it seems like. And when it gets to these type of games, you're probably only going to go seven or eight deep. And uh, that was just not effective for us tonight. As I said, we didn't get much, um, any scoring really off the bench whatsoever. And I, you know, I know you, you practice to play and at situations, but we just didn't get the really the, the good effort off the bench that I thought we should have had tonight. It is flyer feedback as we are waiting to hear the postgame comments from Coach Anthony Grant. He has uh, postgame uh, media obligations with the Atlantic 10. Uh, Richmond going first, and then Dayton will follow. And after he takes care of that, he will talk to our own Larry Hanskin. You will hear those comments live on WHIO Radio. But for now, it's John Tisdale and Rex Gardecki. We are talking about a Dayton 68-64 loss to the Richmond Spiders in the semifinals of the Atlantic 10. Richmond is moving on. They will play Davidson in the championship game of the Atlantic 10. That game can be will be seen on channel seven at one o'clock dayton on the other hand rex uh they fall to 23 and 10 overall richmond improves to 22 and 12 for the season but uh rex likelihood uh, it is going to be nit for this dayton flyer team for the second straight season but uh that that is about as disappointing uh, of an nit bid as uh i can remember it was yeah nit fine last year after last year being the covid year but really rex this is a this was a flyer team Flyer fans, I know, were really pulling for to get uh, that bid into the NCAA tournament because they were so close. And just with everything that had gone on with uh, the bubble teams doing well, like a Texas A&M and Indiana and their conference tournaments, Virginia Tech as well, that seems really less likely uh, with today's game. Yeah, I, I think this was uh, the nail in the coffin for us today, John. And uh, yeah, you know, NIT is... You know, when I was playing, the NIT was the tournament to go to, but it's not anymore. And uh, I know, uh, you know, they were not, they're not going to get the call tomorrow. We all know that when it comes to that. And, you know, the coaches are going to have to get back at it. Um, I don't think, you know, knowing that the first four is going to be playing in Dayton, we probably will have to go on the road for the NIT again. So, uh, right. and it's a shame that the Flyers fans can't get to see the, the team at home. Maybe, you know, if we win this first game and wherever the situation helps. But, you know, we just have to move on, and uh, now's the time for players to really dwell on, on this loss, what they did well and what they didn't do well. And that's something that's going to sit in their gut for the next, you know, until the next game. It's it's really, really hard. As, as a player and as a competitor, it just, it just, it just, uh, you just get sick to your stomach almost because you, yeah. you want to win and you want to do the right things. And I know the players did. And, I, you know, I'm not going to use an excuse for mouth guy. I mean, the things happen, right. transfers happen, and this and that. We just did not get it done in the second half when we needed to. That's the bottom line, Rex, because you know what? It's the next – what's the rule in sports? And you know this, Rex, as a former player and a former coach. It's always, what, next man up. And as Larry Hanskin put it, as the game ended, it's a part of sports. And, you know, it's the next guy has to step up. And unfortunately for the Flyers, not enough did. Um, you know, they didn't get the job done from beyond the arc, only five of 20 from three point range, uh, nine of 13 from the foul line. Uh, and they shoot again, a crushing 41% from the field. Again, playing without Malachi Smith in the second half out with an ankle injury at the end of the first half. Tamani Kamara, some other stats, double, double 17 points, 14 rebounds to Ron Holmes had 15 points. Kobe Brea had 10 points, only three after halftime. 
Um, those are just some of the scoring that the Dayton Flyers have. Flyer fans, we're waiting to hear from Coach Anthony Grant. Again, you can tweet me your thoughts. Uh, you can tweet me at John Tisdale. You can also tweet Rex Gardecki at Rex Gardecki. Give us a call, 937-457-1290. We are taking this all the way till about 630 tonight. Again, we are waiting to hear the postgame comments from Coach Anthony Grant as the uh, as uh, they're wrapping up their postgame media obligations. When we come back, we will have more of Flyer Feedback, the Bud Light postgame show, as we continue continue here on the home of the Flyers. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, Flyer fans, we continue with this edition of Flyer Feedback and the Bud Light Postgame Show. John Tisdale, along with former Flyer Rex Gardecki, Dayton falls in the semifinals of the Atlantic 10 tournament to Richmond here uh, late this afternoon, 68 to 64. We are waiting to hear the postgame comments from uh, Anthony Grant as he'll be speaking to our own Larry Hanskin coming up in just a bit. Rex, we were talking about Malachi Smith, and you and I were talking about this uh, during the break. Uh, You didn't really get a chance to see what exactly happened because this happened at the end of the half when Malley got hurt. So uh, it it looked like a weird play. We, uh, Made a steal on it, and then uh, all of a sudden, you know, it looked like we were going to score a, a basket at the buzzer, and all of a sudden you, you get focused back and you saw Malachi laying there down. Now they replayed the play, and you could see that he definitely turned that ankle. Um, he tried to get up and try to move on it and just could not do it. That's when Mike Mahaney, the trainer, and Dr. Jeffrey James came out and assisted him off the court. And, uh, you know, when he was holding that leg up, I knew it wasn't a good sign. Uh you know, if you don't put pressure on that right away and, you know, I'm sure they went in and iced it and taped it. But I, I knew I knew there was no way that he was probably going to come out in the second half. So, you know, he, you know, he came out violently and uh, came out with the crutches and you could just see the expression on his face. And, you know, his mother was behind him and patting him on the back. And, yeah. You know, that's tough. So but, you know, he, he'll he'll get better by this. You know, he is. He is such a great competitor, and uh, he's he's really the heart of this team. And you could see that even in preseason when he was hurt, and he was out doing a lot of activities. He was, right. you know, he was just the man to, to make decisions. So let's, let's just pray that you know it's just a, a bad sprained ankle, and he can get back before uh, the tournament time. Yeah, our our John Bedell uh, tweeted a photo. Rex, he was wide. He's of course is on uh, on uh, leaf because uh, uh, his his wife gave birth to his uh, second son about a few weeks ago. And uh, John, of course, uh, of course, all good things uh, with uh, with his wife and with his son. Congratulations to those two. Rex, he tweeted a picture of Mally as he was coming back to the Dayton bench, and Mally looked looked about as down as I've ever seen him. I'll probably read this. The CBS Sportsnet broadcast showed Mally coming out of the tunnel to the Dayton bench on crutches with a brace on the left. Left ankle. He turned it at the end of the half. Once he sat down, trainers elevated and iced that ankle. Uh, I retweeted that. And of course, uh, Jamie Erdahl, who's uh, one of the reporters reporting that, recorded Malley as out with that game with that left ankle injury. And just the Flyers came out, Rex, and had good energy at the th- to start the second half, expanded that lead to 15. We talked about it at 42-27. But to, oh, they came out with good emotion. But Rex, how difficult, how challenging is it to maintain that energy, that positive energy throughout the second half, playing without your number one point guard? Well, gosh, it's tremendously hard. And, uh, you know, I thought Kobe always did a good job. Um, you know, he practices the one in practice times. Uh, but it's just, it's a new role for him. 
So that makes it that, that Kobe Brea has to move to a different position. And that means Mustafa's has to move to a different position. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's difficult. You get, you get your reps and practice how you're going to run motion offense and things like that. And when you're, you're, you're not doing that as many times as you do during practice, it's, it's extremely hard. So, uh, you know, I think the, the effort was there. I just, I, I could just sense the, it was about 12 minutes to go, 11 minutes to go when we got stuck again, as I said earlier, in that 52 mark. Um, I don't think we were as offensive as we should be. When they were pressing us, I thought, you know, we could get the ball up the court and get some easy shots. But it was almost like, yeah, let's get this clock over with. Let's see what's going to happen instead of being aggressive. And you can't in today's college game do that. You've got to be on the offensive every, every second of the game. So I think that, that definitely bothered us. No question about it. And also not having Elijah Weaver out, Rex, uh, because he could have provided some depth and really rested, you know, Kobe Brea, maybe even rested a Kobe Elvis. Not having him in in this game, that really hurt the Flyers, him being out with that wrist injury. Yeah, it's a tremendous, you know, thing without there. You know, when you're only – you're only playing six or seven kids. It's, it's hard in in today's game. Uh, The game is so fast-paced. And, you know, you have to give – you have to give Richmond credit uh, yeah, with their six-year kids and everything. It's you know they are more experienced, and you could tell it. And down the stretch, that was the difference. Yeah, and this is Rex. We talked about this in the last in the after the first game. We had the brief addition of feedback because of the state of the union. But this is just an experienced team. Grant Golden, eighteen points. Yeah, Tyler Burton, who was in foul trouble in the first game, but he had a good game, sixteen points. And Jacob Gilliard, it seems like he's been there, Rex, since the first Christmas, eleven points and four steals. But he had a very good second half, and then. Uh, the uh, the guy Matt Grace he had 12 points off the bench uh they were hitting their shots they shot just less than 50 percent 48 percent in the second half including four of eight from three-point range Rex they didn't make a three-point shot in the first half but they shot 50 percent in the second half right there and that was one of the differences in the game along with taking advantage of scoring points off those flyer turnovers uh I think they had 12 points off uh UD mistakes uh in this game yeah it was you could just you could just feel the momentum changing when it came to that. And again, to get back to Elijah Weaver, there's a kid that can play the one or two and three when it comes to that situation. So, I mean, it, it looked for a while there that I, I thought they might bring the Wilson kid off the bench. The kid that played at Northmont, you know, he's an experienced three or four year kid, but you know, he's a walk on, and that makes it extremely hard. I'm sure Coach Grant talked about it. Uh, I'm sure he wanted to give Kobe Elvis a break in the second half, but he couldn't because he, you know, we never got on that real big lead for that to happen. And, you know, with the timeout situation, it was, we wanted to save the timeouts down the stretch. So, yeah, I mean, we were, we were shorthanded, but give all the credit to Richmond. Uh, yeah. you know, they were talking about Gilliard, you know, there's a kid that's 24 years old and asking what he wants to do next. You know, it's a situation where you're playing 24 year olds against 18 year olds. So, um, yeah. we just did not get it done the second half. And that's, what's really disappointing to me. Now, no question about that, Rex. And you're probably, when that discussion comes up, you know, you've been a head coach before. I mean, you know, when you get your number one point guard get, gets injured, is that something that you and the coaching staff talk about? Maybe, you know, putting in someone like a sophomore or getting a real a reserve, even a walk-on in that situation, even for a couple of minutes just to rest in? Is that something the coaching staff talks about even during the timeouts? Take, take me through that situation when your star point guard gets hurt like Maui did. Well, and, you know, in most cases, you know, at least at the college level, that, you know, your walk-ons are, you know, are not getting hardly any minutes in practice. They might be used for uh, the 
squad that's setting up the uh, offense for the other team. And, you know, they just don't get the time. And, again, being shorthanded without Elijah in the situation, you know, the Lynn Greer transferring, it just it just put us in a in a hole. And uh, I kept on thinking, we, if we can get through this game, get through this game is with our depth. And uh, it just didn't it just didn't happen tonight. And uh, I thought, boy, if we can get through this. But even if we would have won, there's no way Malachi was going to play tomorrow. I mean, everybody knew that situation. That would have been dire force along the lines. But, you know, we just have to be a tough flight home back to Dayton tonight. I don't think they'll stick around and watch the final game. And hopefully hopefully within 24 or 48 hours, we will know a little bit more about Malachi. I'm sure they're going to wait to X-ray him uh, tomorrow or tonight when they get back. And we'll know the severity of it. You know, sprained ankles, it can be a week, or sometimes it can be a month or two months. So, So we'll just have to see. That's true. That's true about that, Rex, because you never know with sprained ankles. Like you said, it could be a week. It could be two weeks. could be a month. You just don't know how long it's going to take to uh, to come back from that. Uh, John Tisdell, Rex Gardecki here. Uh, again, we are waiting to uh, hear from Coach Anthony Grant. He is uh, addressing the media as we speak, uh, and then we'll, he'll talk to our own Larry Hanskin. Again, you can you can uh, chime in on the conversation, 937-457-1290. That number, once again, 937-457-1290. Rex Gardecki and John, myself, John Tisdell, taking this all the way to 630, this edition of Flyer Feedback and the Bud Light Postgame Show. Rex, when you look at the generally the State and Flyer team, and uh, everyone's disappointed uh, certainly about today's game, and I, you know what, Flyer fans, I don't blame you because I'm I'm just as disappointing disappointed as well. Um, the play of Deron Holmes throughout this season, you know, he's coming off a career high 28 points. He had 15, was was having a solid game, and I know he 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 didn't score a whole lot during the last 10 minutes of the game, but what about the progress he's made? in his freshman season and what do you expect from deuce uh going into next year oh god he's i think he is going to be one of our best players ever i mean you look at his size and his athletic ability and the way that he can run you know he's just full of energy and then you know let's don't i don't want to talk about next year yet but then you know he's going to get in the weight room he's going to get stronger you know he's probably 205 pounds soaking wet and uh with the training staff and what they do today, he should come back, you know, bigger and stronger than and more effective. And then the same thing with Tumani and the other players. So uh, it's something to look forward to. You know, let's don't count the season out yet. You know, we've got an NIT berth probably. You know, our Flyer fans will be there to watch that. But you know, I'm just I'm just so encouraged by this team. I mean, this team could have folded after the first six games when we were when John and I were talking on Flyer feedback about what are we going to talk about next. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, we had some crushing losses that, that probably cost us, you know, the NCAA tournament, uh, the VCU okay. game at home and the other other three games yeah. that we lost. So, I mean, it, it, was, yeah. you know, it was our fault. We didn't play well, but okay. that's what it is. We'll pick up from there, Rex. Uh, we, I'm hearing the music. Uh, that means uh, Larry Hanskin has Coach Anthony Grant. We'll hear from him next as the Bud Light postgame show and Flyer feedback continue on the other side. We'll hear from Coach Grant next here on the Home of the Flyers. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Larry Hanskin back in uh, Washington, D.C., where the Dayton Flyers fall in the semis of the Atlantic 10 Championship, losing to Richmond 68-64 to the court with Coach Anthony Grant, brought to you by 
Pickrell, Schaefer, and Ebling, the only law firm you'll ever need. Find out more at PSELaw.com. Well, Coach, I guess the politically correct thing to say is that injuries are part of sports, but they're not all created equal. And um, the, the loss of Malachi Smith uh, just changed this game dramatically. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a game changer. You can't, can't deny that, you know. Um, you know, back in the, in the media room, you know, Deuce, I think, put it best. You know, the, he was the head of the snake. And to, to lose him, you know, it just kind of just disjointed us in the second half. The guys did a good job, I thought, to start the half the first six, seven minutes to start the half. Um, you know, we had we had to sub, try to get some guys some rest, and then guys had to play extended minutes. And, uh, you know, Richmond did a good job. They they extended their pressure. Uh, they kind of got us out of sorts, got us out of rhythm offensively. Uh, we struggled with our decision-making and our shot selection. We kind of went away from what allowed us to have success um, with guys not in their normal roles, you know, because of the loss of Malachi in terms of his ability to control the game and, and get us in stuff. And then, you know, I felt like the last 12 minutes we needed to be able to come together defensively and get stops, and uh, we weren't able to do that consistently enough. Uh, they did a good job of being aggressive, attacking the rim, uh, getting to the free throw line, uh, getting shots at, at the rim. Uh, you know, three point the three-point line wasn't falling for them, and they understood they needed to go inside. Um, we struggled with that on the other end. So, um, you know, a lot of reasons for it. Obviously, um, you know, at the end of the day, like I told the guys after the game, you know, these are all learning lessons, you know, for a young team. Uh, you know, you, you, you would I would have loved to have seen them have a chance to compete for a championship tomorrow, uh, regardless of circumstances, uh, but it wasn't meant to be today. You got a warrior game out of Tamani Kamara, but that's that, that's hardly surprising. Uh, you know, he he has been consistently a guy that that gives you something in every aspect of the game, both ends of the floor, and just yeah. and he just fights, he yeah. battles. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I got you know, I, I'm I'm proud of, of of our team. You know, I think this this team has got a chance uh, to be really really good. You know, these are these are lessons you know that we're learning. You know. Um, Game by game, you know, and the situation, the adversity that hit us today was was uh, was something that, you know, was hard to overcome, you know, in the moment that, that it happened. Uh, but we'll learn from it. We'll be better from it. Well, and a chance to still learn some more lessons because there's going to be most likely some basketball to be played in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, we'll find out, you know, more about what, what the future holds for us tomorrow. Uh, you know, but in the meantime, you know, these guys will, will learn from this and, and be better for it. All right, Coach. Thanks for stopping by. Okay. That does wrap things up here. And uh, as we alluded to, we'll find out what's next for Dayton uh, sometime tomorrow. Um, Most likely it's not going to be the field of 68, but um, uh, if not, and there's certainly that NIT possibility. And we'll hear all about it tomorrow. Make sure you join the guys for connection to the selection tomorrow from 5 to 8. But before that, well, On behalf of uh, Josh Pastorino, I'm Larry Hansgen. Again, the final here in D.C. was Richmond 68, Dayton 64. But stick around. we got more of Flyer Feedback. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Brought to you by Bud Light. Where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. 
Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. CareSource, individual and family health insurance that has you covered with kindness. Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating. Make your parking lot look great again. Go to VandaliaBlacktop.com to see how. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. University of Dayton Basketball is a presentation of 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. The announcers for today's game were chosen in conjunction with the University of Dayton. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back to this edition of Flyer Feedback. And the home stretch of this one here on the home of the Flyers as Dayton loses to Richmond in the semifinals of the Atlanta 10 Championship in Washington, D.C., 68-64. to John Tisdale, along with former Flyer Rex Gardecki, he is in for John Bedell and uh, Rex Coach Anthony Grant addressed it with Larry Hanskin, uh, talking about the injury to Malachi Smith. Uh, I called him Rex that we talked about a game changer. Uh, Deron Holmes called it in the uh, in the press room in the A10 press room in the post games. Called him the head of the snake, and Rex he said uh, it disjointed the team. It started well well for the Flyers in the first six seven minutes. Uh, they had to sub, but then they had to sub uh, with with players exa- uh, fatigued. And then when the Spiders extended their pressure, Rex it got the Flyers out of sync. And the last 12 minutes, defensively, they just didn't get enough stops. And uh, Richmond was able to make plays and get to the line. And that was uh, among the differences uh, why the Flyers uh, lost today. Yeah, you, you could definitely feel the the game changing. Within that, it went then from 15 down to 10 and down to 8 and down to 2. As I said earlier, it just seemed like we were trying to wind that clock out and you can't do it. And getting back to Coach Grant's um, conversation, you know, as coaches – you spend probably, and I know the college coaches do, spend more time with these kids and their parents. And, it, you know, you could just tell it in his voice that, you know, he was he was just so distraught about Malachi going down. And you do, you you know, these these players are your kids. And that's the part that makes it extremely hard to coach. And, you know, this is going to be a really, really hard one. But, you know, maybe this team, without Malachi, we're going to find out what some of these other guys can do. And that's, you know, we're going to have to have that for the rest of the year and for next year. So, uh, you know, Zimmy maybe get some more minutes. Mustafa's getting more minutes. Kobe getting more minutes. So, uh, you know, we'll find out in the next next week here who we're going to be playing and where we're going to be playing. So, you know, I'm, I'm not discouraged. Uh, we got great things coming. And it's, 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 it's really still been a great season, you know, even though some losses that we shouldn't have had. But, you know, we'll, we'll build on this, as Coach Grant says. And he's the ultimate person to get these kids ready. And Brooks Hall, I thought, said it, Rex, right from the get-go this season. Dayton was going to win some games they had no business winning, but they were going to lose yep. some games that they had no business losing. I'm not going to say that this was one today, up 15. Yeah. This was a veteran Richmond Spider team, Rex, that had grad seniors that had been there in that Spider program for six years, and uh, they showed a dealing playing with a bunch of Dayton players, uh, freshmen and sophomores, and that looked like that was part of what uh, why the Spiders were able to come back down 15 points. And Coach Grant called it uh, learning lessons for this young team. It just was not meant to be today. Yeah, we got caught in some situations defensively on a pick and roll that we went from a big to a small, and that that really hurt us. And you know, those are things that we're going to have to work on because 
that's what everybody runs today, John. It's, it's a high pick and roll or the ball pick and roll. And it is, it's hard to defend. That's why the pros, that's all they run. So, you know, we'll learn for that. The kids will get stronger and get bigger. And, uh, as he said, Tamani just played, you know, he was a warrior out there today. So, you know, he's, he's, he's another one to build on to. Absolutely. And a reminder, we got connection to the selection tomorrow with our own Michael Purvis. Rex, you'll join him in Brooks Hall as you guys will look ahead to the teams that will be in the first four in Dayton Tuesday and Wednesday and where Wright State will play. And again, connection to the selection tomorrow from 5 to 8 right here on the home of the Flyers. So Rex, looking forward to hearing you, uh, Mike and Brooks, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you very much, John. Go Flyers. All right, go Flyers. All right. And that wraps up this edition of Flyer Feedback. Dayton loses to Richmond in the semifinals of the Atlanta 10 Championship in Washington, D.C. The final score, once again, Richmond 68, Dayton 64. For former Flyer Rex Gardecki, I'm John Tisdale saying thanks for joining us, and go Flyers.